stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick. And this week, I'm going solo again to discuss the home builders. So they're in the spotlight once again because those stocks have been on a tear in January 2023. But even at the end of the year, they were already on the move higher. And that phenomenon hasn't been with us for several years because the pandemic really messed up home buying trends. And even with the stocks, it messed up all the trends in that industry. And it used to be very trendy. In fact, it used to have these very obvious cycles where um, even for buyers, so you know, nobody bought homes in the winter. The very few people would go to the sales center. Your home celebrating like Thanksgiving and the other holidays. You're not thinking about it. So it's pretty dead in that time period. But come the new year, that's usually when the home buyers start coming out. And then even ahead of what is traditionally called the spring season. So that usually begins the week after the Super Bowl. And don't ask me why it started that week, but but apparently, allegedly, it's because um, people were, you know, too busy watching football. So they would watch football every weekend. They're not out buying a house. And so as soon as the game was done, what else is there to do? Basketball is on, but you don't get March Madness for a couple of weeks still. So you might as well do something else. You might as well go out there and buy a house. And the spring is also popular for home buying in general, not just new homes but existing homes because that is easier to buy in the spring, close it on it by like late spring, your kids get out of school, you move into the new house, it may be in a new school district. So then you have time to like enroll them in the school. They have time to like adjust to the new house before they have to go to the new school in the fall. So this is when it's always been very popular. But the pandemic, as I said, took away a lot of those trends because kids were being homeschooled. They weren't even going to school. So you could move and uh, your kid might change their school, but they're just changing the online video people (laughs) who are teaching them, right? So people started moving at all weird times of the year and all the old trends went away. But here in 2023, both the real estate industry, the agents in the existing home market, as well as the home builders have said that the old cycle has returned. The normal trends that are happen in home buying have now come back. So we're done mostly going to school from home. We're done uh, working from home, or at least a large amount of people are. They're back in there at least part of the week or whatnot. So everybody is returning back to the spring buying season. Now, we also have in 2023, these much higher mortgage rates. So those spiked last year in 2022, and that is what has impacted on the home builders and also all of these trends that normally we have. So at the end of the year, usually right around Thanksgiving, as I said, that's the low period for both existing homes, but also for the new home sales. And that begins with the stocks of the home builders, a thing called the hope trade. And that is when over the years, uh, 
investors and traders would get into the home builder stocks towards the end of the year on the hope of a good spring season, that things would be good in the following spring, which is the big time for the home builders and also just the industry in general. That's when most of the homes are sold. So that has happened this year for the first time since the pandemic started. We have seen the stocks sold off of the home builders last year, even of the furniture makers and some of the brokerages like the Redfins and the Zillows. And certainly as the mortgage rates spiked, um, everything kind of ground to a halt, sales you know, crashed down. Everybody thought, oh, this is gonna be 2008, housing bust all over again. But it, it so far isn't. So far, that's not happening. So the mortgage rates, the 30-year fix got as high as like 725% last fall. And then they have been going down ever since. So they're still not cheap. They're still not under three or even under four, like we saw in 2021, 2022, um, the beginning of 2022 at least. Uh, but they have come back down to about six, 6.1 on the 30-year fixed. And that has been enough, apparently, to bring some buyers back out into the market and for the sales trends to improve. So I've been listening into the home builder earnings reports to see what's going on because all these stocks have taken off and people are kind of mocking it on uh, you know social media sites and the analysts are like, what's going on? Why are these at 52 week highs? Why are they up you know double digits off of their lows from last year? We have really high mortgage rates, sales are down. you know this is going to be a terrible housing market, but it may not be. So the hope trade is in effect. The traders uh, have been hopeful. That's why they've rallied these stocks. But my bigger question with this podcast is going to be, what do you do now? Most of us are out of the home builders. I sold mine um, in my own personal portfolio. Uh, I sold it. I sold some of them even in 2021 because it was clear the Fed was going to be raising rates and the mortgage rates were going to rise. So I did not want to be in a home builder with mortgage rates rising, as turned out to be true. Um, so. What 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 is happening? Like what what should you be doing with your with your home builders? Did you stay in it? You, if you did, you're you're riding it back up, right? But I sold off mine. I sold it off in the value investor. I've been on the sidelines because I did think these were basically value trap stocks. The earnings are going to come down in 2023. There's no doubt about that. Sales are down big, 30 or 40 percent, along with orders. But the margins on these home builders are actually holding up very well. And the inventory is not building. Even the, the new home buying inventory is not at crazy high levels. So that's not stressing the home builders yet. Um, and if more demand increases, then we could see pretty decent spring season here, given 6% mortgage rates. But um, as I said, that's why I decided to take a listen in on some of these home builders. Uh, this week at the very end of January, beginning of February, we're going to hear from a bunch of them. There's like a handful of them reporting, but now we've heard from several others just recently who are on the fiscal year 
So they report a little bit earlier and they've all been kind of saying the same thing. So let me jump into a couple of them. I'm going to take a little bit look like what has the stock done? What, how cheap are they? What's happening with earnings so that um, you get an idea of what's happening with these and think about whether or not you do need to get back into this group. If you should wait and wait for you know the, the shares, the stocks to come down, um, will they crash again? That kind of thing. And, and we'll see because this is a really interesting area right now. Okay, so the first one I did want to talk about, they just reported is Pulte Group, ticker PHM. They are among the largest of the publicly traded home builders, if not the largest. So everybody likes to tune in to see what they say because they have the biggest reach. They're in the most states. They've got, you know, tons of uh, sales. They got a big backlog. They're just going to be a good indicator. And surprise, their their earnings were actually pretty good for fourth quarter because they are delivering the backlog of people who are have been waiting for their house to be built. So that's the earnings, but margins still holding up. And they said the, the most important thing about current conditions. So how many houses are they selling now? We don't really care about what was sold in the back year, you know, last year. Um, except for maybe how many people are canceling those orders and you know not closing on the house that we do care about. But otherwise we want to know, is anyone showing up to buy now? And Pulte said throughout the fourth quarter, so that would have been um, October, November, December, and then into January, and they reported at the end of January. So we have almost a full month of January to, to look at. They said that uh, orders and um, demand had improved over all four of those months. So the rates topped out basically heading into fourth quarter at over seven and they've been coming down. So as the rates have been coming down, the buyers have been coming back in. Now that doesn't mean Pulte hasn't been doing incentives. They have lowered some prices. They did say they're building uh, smaller homes in many communities. They've talked about this in the past because smaller home, what does that mean? Uh, That means they can charge less for it. So the buyers, instead of buying the 1800 square foot, will buy the little bit cheaper 1500 square feet, but they're still buying it but they can get it cheaper. So they are rolling out a lot of these smaller uh, models in in their communities. This is what they've done in the past when the mortgage rates have risen and it has been successful. So it sounds like it is working again this time so far. Um, What else are they doing? They're doing some incentives on uh, rate buy downs like all the builders are doing right now as well. So you can't afford the house at 6%, but you already have your order in. They don't want you to cancel. They don't want you to walk away. They do want to sell you that house. So they're willing to buy down your rate to something where it makes it work for you. That you know, They don't say what that is. Um, is it 4%? Is it 5%? Somewhere lower than what it is currently, obviously. And that has been working, but they have to eat that cost. So that's going into the cost. But they are seeing uh, some gains on reducing their other costs. So the lumber prices, which were at sky high levels in part of last year, they've been kind of seesawing here, the lumber prices, but they were very high, have come down in the last six months. And it's about a six month delay on, on those costs in the home price. 
So right now they are seeing the benefit of lower lumber prices. And so they're saving you know, quite a bit per home on just the lower lumber prices. Uh, they're seeing some loosening in labor, but they did say it's gonna be harder to get labor costs down because once you raise wages, you can't take it back. We all know this, that's how it works. So they're probably not gonna find that much uh, slack there or cost savings in labor prices. But materials, that's started to come down. A lot of areas, the supply chain has improved. So they're able to get things cheaper now. Um, you know, cost of uh, transporting it, possibly from, you know, distribution facilities, all that has come down. So they're saving costs there. So there is ways that they are able to cut costs still and keep their margins higher. So they had nearly historic high margins in the fourth quarter once again, because again, those were orders that were done uh, prior and the lumber prices have come down maximum price point that they were getting for those homes. And it was 28.8%. Uh, and even for Q1, they did guide at 27% still, um, even with this big slowdown going on because they are, and giving incentives out <laughs> and whatnot. But again, those are on the closed homes, which would have been you know entered into contract maybe last summer or thereabouts. They do still have a six month uh, time period to deliver the homes um, and uh, and over, but they are trying to get it down further on delivery times still. And with supply chain improving, they do believe they can get that down a little bit more. So not too bad because at the peak, some home builders were doing a year to get it. So um, keep that in mind. But um, they are seeing the demand pick up. They won't say what actual sales are. Sales are still lower, but Existing home sales, also low, but the inventory there is low. So if you want a house, you either have to buy one that's already built, an existing one, or you have to go to them. And both have very low inventories. Now, Pulte Group does do a lot on spec, but they have about 60%, but that's uh, in the levels they want to be in. They are selling it, and a large percentage of that is going to first-time home buyers, the spec, the spec homes. So first time home buyers, the demand is still strong and that is their strongest segment. They also have the 55 and older active adult as they call it through the Dell web. Um, that's still very popular uh, as in uh, baby boomers are retiring. They do want the new house too. So they've been opening up some new communities for the Dell web and a lot of those buyers do not need a mortgage. So what do they care if uh, mortgage prices are are up, but they did say that those buyers are being cautious. Their stock portfolios have pulled back and they're kind of waiting to see if maybe they can get the house cheaper, if there's more price incentives. So sales aren't quite as strong with the active adult as with the first time home buyers. Then the move ups are kind of in the middle, not as good as first times because they, they do have to sell their current home and then get into the new one. It's a little more complicated. They may wanna keep their old, um, mortgage rate, and they don't want to go up to that new one quite yet when it's this much higher. So a little bit tougher there. But Pulte Group, these shares are at 52-week high over the last three months, up 40%. So they've already seen the big rally. They rallying on this earnings report as well, um, up almost 10% just on the earnings report. Over the last two years now, Pulte Group shares are up 30% versus the S&P up 8.2. I 
So all the bad news has already been wiped out of this stock. Um, it's still cheap, PE of 7.4, but the um, earnings I'm waiting because they just reported, but they are expected to decline this year as they have lower sales. They just are going to see less earnings. That's a little bit of the value trappiness. A lot of the home builder stocks have been number fours and number fives because the analysts were already cutting even before the earnings reports because we all know it's going to be lower. So um, this could be a time though when that lower earnings going coming off the peak is not going to be as big a deal for these stocks because of the cycle I was mentioning earlier. Now they do a share buyback. They have no maturities due for three years. So they're good on their debt and the dividend is yielding 1.2%. So there's been a big change in the home builders from 2008 when they were kind of caught with all this inventory, um, with debt, they had a lot of excess land, then they had to unload it for pennies on the dollar. A lot of things went on. They learned a lot of lessons. They're not in the same position, um, even with the slowdown and inventory remains low. So Pulte Group, Yes, it's rallied big, but let's see what happens going forward. Usually after the spring season, the hope trade trades into the spring season a couple months in, and then by like May or June, it starts to actually come down. A lot of the traders get out of the stock because they're like, okay, that's done now. We're done with the spring selling. It was either good or bad, but even if it's good, they get out of the trade and then the stocks usually decline into the fall again and then the cycle kind of repeats itself. So FYI, if you're thinking about trading these, if you're a long-term buyer, you just kind of buy and hold. These guys are paying a dividend, so you do get something to like stay in there. But you will see a lot of the home builder stocks kind of peak during on this hope trade and then come down through the fall at least when then they start rallying again ahead of the next hope trade. <laughs> that's kind of how they work. Um, so that's Pulte Group, ticker P as in Paul, H as in Harry, M as in Mary, PHM. Then another one that just recently reported is DR Horton. We've heard of them, ticker DHI. Uh, so we have a little bit more on the data with them. Um, but still seeing like fairly good report again, like nothing, no disasters, no like, oh, everything's plunged, we're doomed and we're giving away the houses. No, uh, but earnings expected to be down big. So for fiscal 2023, it's now expected to be 934. That's down from 941 30 days ago. So the analysts were already ahead of this, and but it's come down a little bit since their earnings. But it was $12.63 just three months ago. So you can really see it's come down to 934 from 1263 in three months as the reality of these lower sales gets priced in. That's an earnings decline of 43.4% from fiscal 2022. But that's that's normal. That's what a lot of these guys are doing. So, and that's when they made $16.50, probably peak earnings because everything was just falling into place. Demand, the highest prices, good margins, historic margins, and um, the lowest mortgage rates ever, basically. So we're not likely to see that. But again, things aren't aren't too bad given the state of sales. So year to date, these shares are up 9.2%. Over the last three months, up 25. 
and two years now up 26.6. So also DR Horton has erased most of last year's bearishness as well. So that's been wiped out too. PE is at 10.1 and dividend, they do pay one as well. It's 1.1. So some of these really big home builders do pay the dividends. Um, Third stock I want to talk about is Lennar. They too have also reported they're on the fiscal year ticker LEN. They're a number five, however. So I did take a look at theirs. Fiscal 2023 expected to see 903 down from 1231 in the last 60 days. Five of the estimates are lower. Again, not surprising because they made 1755 last year when it was like the perfect conditions. So earnings are going to be down 48.6%. But the shares are making a new 52-week high, even as the Zach's number five sell. So year-to-date, up 12.7%, three months, up 24.4%, and then one year, up 9.2%. So wiping out any kind of losses from last summer, any of the doom and gloom there as the mortgage rates rose. PE of 11, dividend yielding 1.5%. And a lot of these home builders, the hottest areas are um, where you might expect and still remaining hot into 2023. They are a little more affordable. So those hot areas, the Southeast, Florida, um, Texas, the West has been hit the hardest. Prices climbed very high there, you know, over 500,000 in a city like Boise, for instance, um, and even higher in California and like Washington, Oregon. So those areas were hit hard, but Pulte said that they are even seeing, um, you know, springing back to life, so to speak, in even those hard hit Western uh, cities. So they specifically mentioned Phoenix and Las Vegas, but also North and South uh, Southern California. So those areas still looking pretty good. Now, Pulte did mention, um, they are seeing a response as the mortgage rates come down. So if we were to see mortgage rates into the fives, presumably demand would pick up even more at that point. But it's a two-prong analysis with home sales. It's always the mortgage rate, of course, but also what type of uh, the job market? What is the job market looking like? Are people working? Are they being laid off? Do they feel secure? Secure enough to go out and buy that house? And right now they are, but Pulte warned, and this is why they gave no guidance for the rest of the year outside of the first quarter, um, in a recession with bigger job losses, what will, usually the housing market will really feel the brunt of that and new home builders will feel it. But will they this time? It's unclear, nobody knows, and maybe there won't be a large amount of job losses. Nobody knows that either. So they're taking a wait and see, they are cautious, and um, all the companies are you know, cutting back on land buying. They are letting go of some of the land, taking losses on stuff that was just not gonna work in this slower sales and higher interest rate environment. But uh, right now, they're not overbuilding, inventory under control. So yes, the shares are all up. Now, let's get back to the question I opened up this podcast with. Would I be buying any of these here? My advice is no, (laughs) don't chase it. The hope trade is already in it, and it's been happening for over two months now, Um, really three months with a lot of these. So wait for the hope trade to be over. If you're interested in the home builders, we're going to have a clearer picture then. 
if uh, the mortgage rates rise again instead of falling, I do think the home builder stocks will get hit in that case if we see a reversal in the mortgage rates again. And obviously, if the if the economy slows further, then I don't really want to be in the home builders then either. So keep the hope trade in your mind, though, because it really is like a trading opportunity if you get in on the lows, which usually happen after the spring season, in the summer when it's kind of doldrums and you know everybody's like done with the spring season and have nothing else to look forward to quite yet. And it's too early to know what might happen in the next year. So the stocks get kind of boring in that time period. Um, also, you might want to start snooping around some of the furniture retailers because uh, those kind of move in tandem with the home stocks. And some of those have rebounded off their lows too, but sales are pretty pretty bad there too. And will also get hit in a bigger recession because obviously if you don't have a job, you're not buying that couch either. <laughs> so um, anything in retail will get hit, but certainly furniture will be as well. So I, my advice in the furniture retailers is don't chase it either. A lot of those are cheap and uh, the, a lot of those are kind of value trappiness in, in those as well. But, um, you know, keep all these on your watch list is what I would do and watch the Zach's rank, watch what happens with those estimates because the rank really is telling us um, because a lot of them are fours or fives. DR Horton was number three hold, so not super bearish on DR Horton, but we just don't have the top ranks on a lot of the home builders right now because the estimates just are not being raised. They are being cut, even though the earnings reports have been better than expected and the margins have been better but the earnings are just going to be cut because the sales are, are just, they're, they're lower and they're going to remain lower for quite some time, even though demand has picked up. So keep those things in mind, but we'll be checking in on the housing again as the spring season continues on. And we are going to get a bunch more of the home builders reporting. I encourage everybody to just tune into them. You can always listen to their conference calls later. They do post them on their websites. And um, once you listen to a few, you kind of hear the same things. They're all seeing kind of the same conditions. They're all mostly national home builders. Uh, but I do like to tune in when some of them will tell me exactly what cities are doing really well, which ones are not doing as well. Some of the home builders who've already reported talked about New Jersey and Massachusetts doing very well because they did not see a huge boom. So they're not seeing as big a bust and the buyers are turning out in those cities. And they're all saying without a doubt that Florida still holding up. So those of you hoping to get some kind of deal in Florida on a housing weakness is so far not really going to be happening. Not yet. So uh, you might you might be waiting on the sidelines for a while longer on those ones, but we'll see. Um, that's what we'll see going forward. So some of the stocks I talked about, Pulte Homes, PHM is the ticker, DR Horton is DHI, Lennar is L-E-N. And I will be returning next week with 
some more discussion about what's going on in the economy. Pretty soon, um, next couple of weeks, I should probably have John Blank back on to talk about it. I had him on before the end of the year to talk about a possible recession this year, but we need a few more data points before I bring him back on. But we will be you know, covering everything that's going on in the economy, the earnings season, everything. So be sure to tune in. You can get us on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on Spotify. You can get us wherever podcasts are posted for the most part. But be sure to get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.